We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome into another edition of the Lock It Up with Kurtz podcast. I am John Kurtz, joined by Aaron Lockett, former K-State wide receiver, former NFL wide receiver. And today, very, very glad to have the bringer of cats on with us. His name is Taylor Bratt. He is K-State's director of recruiting. You've probably seen him driving around town in some purple, rocking whatever purple gear it is he has. Uh, he is Mr. Purple and uh, one of my favorites to talk to. So Taylor, first and foremost, before we get rolling on this thing, man, thank you for taking the time to, uh, to join us here in kind of the aftermath of uh, the recruiting season, at least for the 2022 class. Hey, man, anything for you guys, man. It's a fun. It's always fun talking about the cats. So uh, I'm excited for today and and the uh, the questions that are going to get thrown my way. So I'm ready to I'm ready to hand, see what I can dish back. <laughs> I, would, I would just like to say that now that Taylor Brad is a, a media superstar, I I feel like I had him on the ground floor, you know, like six years ago when he was first starting to do some radio interviews. I kind of I think you owe all of that to me, Taylor. I had to kind of bring you along. Uh, and I'll give it to you because I still remember those days. Man, I was uh, shoot. I got a face for radio, so I don't even like doing these. So, uh, well, we're going to talk about K State's 2022 recruiting class and the transfers that K State has brought in because anybody following college football right now knows the transfer portal essentially is an extension of your recruiting class every single year. But I do need to remind you, the show is brought to you by 360 Vodka and Holiday Distillery. We appreciate all of their support. As always, I don't have a specific game to hype up here. Like, hey, make sure you get this. Your tailgating supplies, right? Football's gone. It's sad, but that doesn't mean that you can't find an excuse to drink some 360 vodka from Holiday Distillery. Versatile lineup. Cocktail creations are endless. You can get craft cocktails, batch drinks, infusions. They've got your drink of choice. Whatever it is that you want, they can hook you up. So we appreciate the support from 360 Vodka and Holiday Distillery. All right, Taylor, I know, man, life is always busy for you. Recruiting never stops. I believe a uh, wise man once said it's like a Waffle House, right? It's always open. Oh, um, what, what is life like for you right now in this, this post-transfer portal explosion, post-NIL explosion world for a director of recruiting in college football? Right? Well, like you said, it never stops. We're on to the next class. You're still working on the portal, guys, seeing who enters in every day. Uh, you get up and you kind of go through your portal list, see who needs updated, um, still – handwritten letter lists, call lists, text grids, uh, getting, you know, I think the graphic design thing has kind of fallen <laughs> down a little bit. I remember when hitting kids with graphics was so important, but now kids don't really tweet them out uh, as much, but making sure that you're just on top of it. For me, it's Snapchat. 
I mean, I got streaks now with the 23s up to 100 and I think 52 because that was the first day that you could talk with them. So uh, that's that's fun. It's every day. But it's like you said, being available. You got to be available. It don't matter. My wife gets it. I think about dropped my one year old one day when I got a phone call at about nine o'clock at night. I was rocking to sleep and I was like, oh, I got to go. This is so, uh, you know, she's ready for the handoff. So uh, but it never stops. And and you're always working and helping somebody. It's always about a relationship, communication, you know, and I think that as the younger kids get or the younger they are and older, I mean, communication just gets lost lower and lower and lower. So, I mean, trying to stay a part of everything that they're doing with uh, social media and all those things, making sure every touch matters. I'm curious with the the portal, how, how do you guys handle it like on a day-to-day basis? So we basically, have a, right we basically have a shared Excel drive and we update it every morning and it gets sent off to the defensive QCs and we kind of hum through it. We kind of know the positions of need. I mean, it's not to uh, replace, it's more like I should say it's, it's probably more to fill spots and make sure that you're protected at certain things, but it's not just go after the best player. I mean, because the end of the day, I mean, when you're signing your high school guys, you want them to come in and develop into that player and be that role and not over recruit guys. I always tell them, I say, I'm not here to over recruit you. You know, we're not the the big Mecca where they're going to get 90 you a year. I mean, you're a special one. And then if you lose a kid here and there and every roster, I think coach Kleiman's really explained it well to our staff every year is that you don't know what your roster is going to be by the start of next season. And that's what you got to be prepared for is every year being ready for that next year's season. I mean, it's not so much, you know, this kid's going to be great in 23 or 24 because we're not, it's not developing anywhere anymore. It's, we got to win now. And um, that's kind of the part that's not as fun anymore because you used to be like, man, you could take this kid and that kid and really see what he grows into. But now I know we got to get a kid that's ready right now. You know, you know, one of the things that's interesting for me is, is from an athlete standpoint, when I look at the portal, it feels like free agency for the NFL. Right. And so, um, you know, you guys can look at guys in the portal like all throughout the year. And so what are some of the conversations when you're talking to guys that are in the portal, like their reason for leaving? It, is, a, is a lot of it just because they're not playing or do they want a different environment? You know, so I always tell every kid, not just portal kids, but everybody's recruitment is completely different. Just like yeah. everybody's reason for leaving is completely different. There's never two of the, it's the same. Just like I've offered a kid the day before signing day, trade to Sean, who was a four-year starter after his redshirt year. I mean, literally offered the day before signing day. I've offered a kid two years before signing day. He comes here and he never plays. So each kid, it's all about doing your homework, making sure you're talking to coaches on that staff, making sure you're talking to even people at the high school, um, you know, because – you don't want to take somebody else's issue. You know, yeah. you want to make sure you're getting the right guy, the right fit. And it's like before we started recording, it's kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Sometimes the shiniest, brightest objects aren't the best objects mm-hmm. just because there's so much glit and glamour to them and they're so pretty and they're so some of those five stars, for example. You know, there's some there could be some major problems that you don't even know you're inheriting, just like with transfers. So you got to make sure you cover your all bases and uh, make sure you're prepared for whatever's ahead of you and what the what that kid's all about. But shoot, I mean, I think we've ran into every one of those scenarios. Aaron, like you said, I mean, it could be <laughs> playtime. It could be too far from home. It could be uh, I didn't like the staff. I, and I, was, I honestly think there's three phases to the transfer portal. There's the ones right after season, the, the ones after bowl. And I think there'll be another one after spring ball, after these new coaches mm-hmm. go to these schools, establish themselves. And these guys will be like, hey, man, I'm not a really big fan of this new staff or the direction mm-hmm. we're going. You know, I want something else or, hey, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be or, you know, so I, th- I think it's kind of got three phases, but it's so new 
And, uh, you know, I kind of feel bad for Coach Kleiman at times. Since he's been here, there's always been something, a new a new task to overtake or some piece of adversity from a COVID, no visits, transfer portal. Now your fun stuff, the NIL stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, everything we had, the, I mean, everything even in the nation with uh, all the stuff going on that was happening in Minnesota, all that. I mean, there's so many challenges in this world that we all have to face and overcome and make sure kids feel comfortable with us. And that's yeah. the most important thing. I want the kids, I want their experience to be the best it can be. That's priority one. But you got to find out who those kids are so you know how to make sure that that is done the right way. You know, one thing that, that stands out to me when we talk about the portal, like I don't think there's any denying you, your guys' track record in it since Coach Kleiman got there has been excellent. I mean, the first day he shows up, it, it, James Gilbert, Jordan Brown, year one, yep. they're excellent additions. Uh, obviously, we saw last year what you guys were able to do in the portal. Russ Yeast is a guy who's getting a lot of attention right now at, at the uh, all the events going on leading up to the NFL draft. Like, you guys just continue to hit it. Adrian Martinez, Brandon Jennings this year. Is there yep. something to, I mean, this may just be a, a crazy theory, former radio guy theory here, but like it seems like there's something to it's harder to get some of those talented kids the first time around when they're being wowed by everybody, their first recruitment. But the second recruitment, maybe a guy just wants to be more in for like substance and, and football, and that's where you guys can really shine. Do you, do you feel like there's something to that? Yeah, I mean, again, it's not the glitz and glamour, even of us. I mean, it's got to be the kids got to feel comfortable, it's got to feel real. And I think what we do is really do a good job of that. But again, it's about finding the right kid that we know is going to fit here. And if, if you're going to pass on a guy because of something, that's okay. There's going to be more that come in. There's going to be more things. Don't rush or panic or have a knee slap reaction to some of this stuff because, you know, rushing into it, you're going to miss out on some of that stuff you're trying to undercover and find out about a, a kid. Because we have, I mean, Timmy Horn, uh, you talked about an unbelievable kid. He was phenomenal. Uh, Julius, um, you know, and I think that's – just having that constant communication with people and talking about guys and knowing, hey, that's a school they don't want. They, they're upset he's leaving. You know, mm-hmm. we have guys we don't want to leave that do. I mean, and that's the belly of the beast, and you just got to make sure you're getting those guys. So, yeah, it's fun. The exciting part of the transfer portal, John, you should <laughs> see the list. You know, it's it's crazy. I love that tweet when they tweet out how many guys are still in the portal, how many got homes, <laughs> because it's – I tell them all, I said, the grass ain't always greener, guys. And, you know – true. And that goes both ways, you know, so, uh, you know, make sure you're, you're leaving for the right reasons and you, wherever you're going to go and wherever you end up, it fulfills those things. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, you know, one thing I'm, I'm anxious to talk about is this, uh, this 2022 class, you know, obviously um, I have some interest in there only because, you know, Sterling's there. So I've been watching it for a very long time. Um, and so, so super excited um, as a as a proud uncle to see him going to college just in general. Right. And get an opportunity to play big time football. But then that also made me look at the other guys that are coming in. And so really impressed with the, the group of guys you guys have brought in. Um, but really want to talk about the safeties like, uh, you know, Kobe Savage coming in. Um, you know, my as ironically, my daughter's track coach and his dad are really good friends. They're from Paris, Texas. Oh, wow. and so, yeah. <laughs> And so he said, hey, man, there's a kid named Kobe there that you got to you got to take care of. You got to meet, you know. And so I'm excited to see him play because I, I hear he's a monster on the field. He has been phenomenal in workout so far. I mean, he's like the first to cross the finish line. We were just running this that. morning. And I went to the run this morning. He was one of the first ones. You talk about a kid who's motivated. But I think that's that small town, East Texas, yep. you know, humble, hard worker because everybody's looking for Dallas and Houston. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been awesome, awesome. I'm excited about both the Georgia kids. Um, 
Perry and guy had to get my list back out, you know, since uh, I'm already <laughs> on the 20 dang three. So, uh, but I'm excited for both the Georgia kids, Jordan and VJ Payne, tremendous kids, tremendous families. Um, yeah. And it starts with the families first, but I couldn't be more excited for their opportunity ahead because with his playing with three safeties, that position is so important. And, yeah. and they got to know how to come play in the box. They got to play in space. And that's even at the linebacker position. This isn't a, uh, we're not playing the power anymore. You know, I mean, we seldom we do, but I mean, we need guys that can play in space and can run. And it's yeah. a game of speed. Now I tell guys all the time, dude, you can't run, you can't play. And uh, famous three three five. Times are changing, just like recruiting. It's changing. <laughs> Try to keep up with it, man. It, it is changing. It's forever yeah. changing. Forever yeah. a new obstacle ahead. But I'm for that for that safety class getting two high school kids, which should be impacts Kobe Savage, and if we, we get another kid later, even better. You yeah. know, there, there's still time to find more guys. And that's like what Coach said. Hey, let's wait. Let's hold some spots. What happens if we have a walk-on really show out? You know, we can't give him aid. Or if we find a kid in the portal late or something, you know, a kid qualifies out of Duco late. I mean, these kids are still working to qualify. And to get back to the portal, I think the people are really getting skipped on the Juco kids. Mm -hmm. Kobe was a mid-year guy. And that was a huge benefit. Get Kobe here now. Let's get yeah. him in the system. Start working. Because everybody's looking for the portal, portal, portal. But we all know this. Back in the day, we made our, we made the bank on JUCO. I mean, my dad's coached JUCO for forty seven years. I know the type of players that come out of there, mm -hmm. and and so everybody's looking for portal. I feel like some of these lower group of fives are going to make hit the jackpot on some of these on some of these uh, JUCO kids because we're all waiting on the portal. Yeah. So you know, yeah. and, and I'm and Kobe was terrific. You talk about a kid who was I mean, he was already he was a qualifier. He kind of had all those things about himself. He just wanted another chance to play at, a high, at the highest level. And now he's yeah. got it, and you can see how hungry he is. Yeah. I have one quick question um, before we continue. Can you explain what a PWO is? So to me, PWO and a WO is just fancy words for a walk-on opportunity. Okay. I think what we do a great job is treating our walk-ons like scholarship kids. Uh, like when Coach Anderson took the job here, he said he walked into his room. He had no idea who was on scholarship or who was a walk-on. To me, that's the goal. Yeah. If you want those guys to work hard for it, they need to be treated just the same. And I think the PWO is just a fancy verb for it. But I think okay. uh, how we treat our walk-ons with they get all the same gear, the same everything from study hall to performance table. Uh, we try to treat them as equally. There's never a day where it goes, hey, all walk-ons over here, all scholarships, kids over there. You know, right. never that. Because to me, they're just as important. And some of our walk-ons are going to take spots of some of the kids that we swung and missed on. And mm -hmm. walk-on recruiting is super important. But a PWO, it's just a fancy term for preferred walk-on. Okay. Walk-on, I think somebody started a long time ago, so now we all have to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be the, that guy to ask about quarterbacks here because, you know, that's the easy thing for, for media guy to ask about. But you, you added Adrian Laura. I hope I'm pronouncing his yep. name correctly there. We're pretty late in, in the process there to this 2022 class. What can you tell me about uh, what he brings to the table? You know, I think, you know, Colin and Coach went out and watched him throw. Uh, we had that set up for him to go out and see him practice and throw around. They really liked him. They went out and saw, I think, um, three more quarterbacks when they were out there and then got to Texas that next day and watched some kids throw too, and he was the best one. Uh, great personality, great kid. Seems to be a really good leader. Um Hungry for an opportunity. I think he was uh, jerked around by some other schools, pulled here and there, offered this, uh, you know, and I think he kind of realized, hey, this is a real thing. These people here care about you. They're going to love you. We're, they're going to take care of you. And he hopped right on it. 
So uh, I tried to room Sterling with the quarterback, but, you know, he just wants to room with all these other wideouts. So, you know, I, I know. Trying to do my favorite. <laughs> There's a little bit of deep in there somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, on the topic of quarterbacks, uh, we, we mentioned like, hey, transfer portal, that's essentially a part of your recruiting class, right? You guys landed a, a high profile quarterback in Adrian Martinez coming in from Nebraska. We did. What, what, yeah, hey, what, what, what's, what's, well, that was that was the response I was getting to some of those texts there for a while before it became actually official. Uh, uh, what, what strikes you about uh, Adrian and what, what he can bring to the table? Dude, he's a he just fits us so well. Um, just fits that room. There's so many good dudes in that room, and that's just another one who brings competition to it. And you know, he's already running without a sling. I mean, he looks awesome the way he speaks, the way he talks to people. I mean, you could just tell he's an instant fit. Um, and his knowledge for the game. I mean, he's him and Coach Kleiman literally met just to talk about football for like two hours, literally watching tape. But he's a he's a mature adult. That's what's different about recruiting portal kids, like you said earlier. They want to watch film. They don't need to go put on jerseys. You know, they're mm -hmm. over it. It's about the real stuff now. It's about what old it's really probably Aaron, what it used to be like when recruiting. Let's talk about yeah. the depth chart. Let's yeah. talk about where you see me fitting. Let's talk about my scheme. When the young guys, hey man, what time are we put on the jerseys? When you send me my pictures. Right. You know, that's and it's a totally different part. And that's where you got to be flexible and, and know who you're recruiting. With Adrian, it was all about, I want to watch more tape. I want to get in there and watch tape. I want to get in there and watch tape. So having that was terrific because you knew that he, it mattered to him, the football side of it, and where he fit and how that competition is going to be in that room. It mattered. And, you know, I think when Colin met with all those other quarterbacks, they all understood, and they're all excited for that opportunity. I mean, every school's got how many quarterbacks. So, you know, and one guy gets to play. So it's like when we host kicking camps. The funnest part about kicking camps is when you have 100 kids uh, 90 of them are all kickers, five of them are punters, and five of them are long snappers. I say, hey, you see that punter over there? That's who one's going to get recruited because there's not as many. you got 90 kickers over here kicking. And uh, same with quarterbacks. There's a bunch out there, and you get a good one, but they got to meet all those all those things, personality, uh, the willing to work, uh, good leader, all those things. And I think him, he fits all those things. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You know, um... 
as I watch Kansas State football, like the quarterback position is always a position that gets a lot of notoriety just based on how the offenses are at Kansas State, just in general, right? We always have a dual threat quarterback. Um, what's interesting to me is, is, you know, everybody that comes to Manhattan ends up loving it. Like once they get there, it's something about playing at Kansas State, the crowd, the ambiance, the family atmosphere. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, as you talked about the NIL now, you know, just trying to get this younger generation to understand you need to get boots on the ground and see what it's like there before you make any decisions based on, you know, am I going to make money there, right? That's obviously something that's important. Um, but obviously making money is not going to happen if you're not playing good football, right? I tell exactly. everybody. At all. Exactly. Or playing at all. That's like I, I tell everybody you never want to have a poster board on the street when you're not playing, right? It's the worst type of publicity you can ever get. You know, you want to kind of be low under the radar, but yep. then if you have a poster board and you're playing well, it actually works well for you. And so I wanted to transition real quick though and talk about the receivers, right? Just because that's home for me. Like that makes sense. The game that I saw Colin call uh, versus LSU was one of the best games I've seen in the last two or three years, right? Just as far as spreading the ball around. Is that something you think we can anticipate um, for the next coming year and so yeah i think what colin did for that bowl game was the staple of why he wants that position you yeah. know and and you know that's what he talked about for the week of was my goal is to get this spot and i love the fact that coach climbing challenged him on it like hey we're gonna give you an opportunity and it was real yeah. and uh i think he rose to it met it um and i'm excited for that and i'm excited to see what the guys I mean there were so many fired up guys on the sideline like you said when you're oh, spreading man. the ball around you're giving guys opportunity so like you said Everybody wants to play. That's the most important part. Money's yep. cool. It don't last forever. Yep. But playing the game, being seen, all that kind of stuff, you have to do that first. That's why for the NIL stuff, it didn't make sense if I'm a Kansas kid and I go all the way to Florida because of money. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to see your family. You'll be homesick. What happens if you don't even play? Yeah. You know, and your opportunities, once you leave the state, I feel like dwelter away too with the NIL. But um, I feel like with that position and what he's doing there, I think young people should be fired up that are athletes and play that position because he is going to spread out the ball. He is going to give guys opportunities, uh, tight ends, running backs, wide receivers, everybody. I think is, he's he's trying to get touches for everybody because you yeah. don't know who's going to stand up and make that next play. You know, who's going to be the next uh, big playmaker? Yeah, I just want to go on record and say I love that you guys brought uh, True in. I want a body by True when it's all said and done. <laughs> Uh, no doubt, because I told him he's got to transform this dad bod into something. And he said I was lost at sea. So I said, all right, I won't even come in here. So I think the weight room like is like the academic center for me now. I don't even step foot in the academic center. I said, hey, I was a three-year JUCO guy. You do not want me in this room at all. So every time I go in there, I feel like I'm about to get zapped. So I yell at him when I got recruits. I'm like, hey, come out here and grab these guys. I can't go in here. And the parents think it's the funniest thing ever because I said, man, they don't want me in this place. And then true, he goes – Taylor ain't an example of what we do with the bodies down here. And I said, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Don't put me in the squat rack. I don't want to be an example. <laughs> Man, that is something I would enjoy seeing. I'm going to need that on a snap story someday. You, you in the squat rack. Uh, tell me about Brandon Jennings, man. I mean, this is a kid, like, I was so thrilled to see you guys land a linebacker in the transfer portal. The Athletic had him listed as the number one linebacker in the portal. I mean, that's a dude that had legitimate offers. And I, I think – is a perfect example of how the portal can really help you guys if you're not able to get that caliber of kid all the time out of high school. You certainly can do it sometimes if you're going through the portal like you did with Brandon Jennings. Yeah, I'm fired up for Brandon, Deuce, uh, Will Honus. I mean, we hit it. I mean, it was that's awesome. I mean, all those guys, great players. Uh, Brandon, 
Dude, he was such a good kid talking on the phone. We literally, me and him FaceTime for about probably two hours before the bowl, before we left for the bowl game. So we were heading off the bowl game. We took two flights and I'm like, I got to get him toured on FaceTime today. And I'm like literally going from a FaceTime tour, like running out of the shamrock to the vehicle. <laughs> and this dad bod doesn't move very well. So, uh, and I'm running there to meet my wife at the airport, hoping that I can get on the second flight to go to the bowl game. Cause I'm like, oh, wow. we, we had a really good time. We really got, we really hit it off. And I felt that he felt that he could trust us. And I think to him, that was the most important part because he visited here sight unseen, just like Elijah Sullivan. I always tell people, man, one of my favorite kids ever to play here is Elijah Sullivan. They go, why? So he came here sight unseen. He was committed to Auburn, came here sight unseen, got in an injury. I went through a coaching change. And the kid never had always had a smile on his face, never had a bad day. And I said, that to me is what makes that special. And mm -hmm. I can see that kind of in Brandon now. He's excited to be here. He has been um, at workouts, busting it. Uh, seems like a great kid. And again, I've only been around for a week because they put me on the road for about two weeks. So, but my conversations with him, every time he leaves somewhere, he says, he'll yell over at me, hey, Taylor. I mean, he's just, a, he seems super personable and I'm excited yeah. to have him. Love it, man. Love hearing that. Um, along these lines, we've, we've kind of flirted with the idea, and obviously Aaron is very familiar with what's going on with NIL right now in, in college athletics. For K-State fans that are sitting around, like, seeing all these stories we were talking before we came on about Caleb Williams and Beats by Dre, like this seven-figure deal that he hits. And last year was Bryce Young. Nick Saban was talking about that. There's all these crazy numbers being thrown around Texas with their offensive linemen, like every everybody getting paid there. How how are you guys working with with NIL right now, and and how does that specifically work at, at K State? I don't know if, well, how I can technically answer this question. Now, the NIL is a touchy deal. I might have to divert this one to Aaron, but yeah, uh, I'll take it. I mean, I'll we're, take we're, it. We're, we're trying to tell kids that we have opportunities here. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's reasons, and especially for local kids. If you are a local business, you want to sponsor a local kid who stays local, you know, because they're seen every weekend. Um, I feel like if you're a local kid and you leave, it's going to be harder because those schools want to take care of their local guys. You know, if you're a fertilizer place in liberal Kansas and a kid goes to place at K-State, well, they're seeing that brand every day, mm -hmm. right? But if you're the liberal kid and you go to Florida, I mean, you're not talked about in the newspaper. You're not seen every day around there. So I feel like, you know, that's some of the NIL sell stuff. Um, but there's so many different parts of it. And I think it's still such a in transit. And I think we're all trying to figure it out because it's the first year of it. Just like we're all trying to figure out our rosters with super seniors. You know, the, yeah. the NCAA two years ago goes, hey, super seniors don't count in your 85. So if you have super seniors, great. Well, then you give everybody an extra year of eligibility. And now you say, oh, hold on. They have to count in your 85 now. So now it's like, well, now we have to, all this roster management stuff. And um, I mean, everything, it's it's a fun new obstacle. But I think Aaron got, I, I feel like he's got a great grasp on it. And we're heading the right direction with him. And it's great having a K-Stater as passionate. Uh, that the people know and, and truly cares not just about football, it cares about the school and the kids that play here. And that's what means the most to me is having that. And so, uh, and, and they've seemed to have a great start in this with some donors and with some things. I know they had an event to talk about it and get it mm -hmm. out there and seen uh, and put together for people. Yeah. You know, John, just, just to answer that question a little bit more, um, you know, 
what we all see are the are the quarterbacks, right? The big guys or the running backs is getting some big time deals, right? But people don't realize there's so many other people that's just in NIL related. You talk about just student athletes in general, right? And so there's not a ton of basketball girls, there's not a ton of soccer and rowing that are getting deals, right? A couple of gymnastics girls, um, and, and every now and then. And so what what makes sense is that you start finding a program that you can fit all of the student athletes within. And as Taylor said, the local community is probably your best bet, right? Yeah. Obviously you can get products and you can get all type of things, but some of those are just product deals, right? I mean, if I get two cases of water, I love it, but I'm not really a brand sponsor for the water, right? And so the goal is what can I do to generate a little bit of income while I'm here in college? And so that's where you start talking to the local businesses or back in your hometown. And so that's why it's important to have a connection from where you go to school and where you're from. And like you said, if you go to Florida or you go to, to, to Minnesota and you're from Kansas, there's not really a connection there. And if so, it's a small one, right? And so you've mm -hmm. got to find ways to really make it work. But um, we have some things in the works. It's not quite finalized yet and should be you know, talked about here in a little bit, but it should be a platform that Kansas State should benefit from. All student athletes should have an opportunity um, to be introduced to NIL more than just your typical open doors or market price, just that standard um, commercial type activity. This is more focused on individuals within the within uh, Kansas um, athletics and in the local community as well. And I'm yeah. trying to find ways, and we, me and Aaron, talked about this with getting walk-on supported. Yeah, like if you're a local business, sure. you got a walk-on going from your area. Shoot, help a kid, help a kid out, you know. Yeah. And there's some big places in in the state that should be able to do that, and there's and there's reasons to it, you know. It might help them in the future with something, and uh, that's kind of the cool part of all of it. It's so unknown, and we're I think everybody's trying to unturn rocks to stay on part of it. You know, ten years ago, it's about facilities. Now it's about NIL. So, I mean, and it's just another part of recruiting that we're all yeah. trying to uh, be on top of. Yeah. You know, I've got one, one last NIL question for you here, Taylor, real quick. I think the perception was, like, some people see it and, like, oh, Texas is throwing out this money. USC is throwing out this money. It's going to make it a wider gap between the haves and the have-nots, whereas some would argue, hey, actually, if you have some of those local ties you guys are talking about that could help some of the have-nots more than the haves. I what have you seen as a recruiting director here? Like, do you see a, a gap widening there in terms of where kids are going? Or is it is it ultimately having much effect on where kids are, are winding up? You know, I mean, I think the Blue Blood schools will always have that opportunity to probably pay kids more, just like their facilities will always be better. So be it. Uh, we're still going to get deuces and Felixes that are two stars that are truly five stars. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what we were talking about earlier. Go back and reevaluate some of these kids, you mm -hmm. know, because they weren't making a decision on money. You know, they're making a decision on playing, uh, where they fit, all those things. But I'm, I'm sure certain schools will always have uh, better assets than others for that stuff. A&M, Texas, great for them. Um, but I think it's like we talked about earlier, you know, give me the kid that's going to work for it. Not when I have to re-recruit every week or he doesn't get the ball enough and he's threatening to leave or, you know, those things. I want somebody that is going to love this place like Aaron does, like I do. Mm -hmm. uh, that it means something. And they're giving back later because it meant something to them. It's part of their life. And uh, it's not an every week or an every year re-recruitment. Well, you paid me this much when I first got here. What are you going to pay me now? What are you going to pay me to keep me? Uh, and I think those are some of the battles that some of these schools don't know they got yet. And maybe they aren't. I don't know because no one knows really what's ahead. I just know that this is here to stay. But I don't think there's a huge gap. I think the direction we're heading, we're heading the right one. And let's 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 think about like the walk-ons we even hit on. You know, Some of those kids aren't even pay getting any money. And they're paying to come here. And they might be better than some of the kids that we've put on eight. I mean, we don't know until they get until all these kids get here and work out. So, uh, 
just like Texas doesn't know or whoever doesn't know who they've endorsed and how good they are yet. And it's kind of like what Aaron said, you don't want your billboard hanging up if you're not the guy. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get here. And I think some of that stuff needs to come like some of that needs to be NIL stuff just for seniors and captains. Yeah. You spent all four years here. Here's your, here's your gift for doing that. Yeah. Hey, you're a team captain. Here's your gift for being the team captain. Like you've earned this and this is why, and it's not money. Maybe it's a golf thing or maybe it's something else. Just a perk that to those guys, it ain't about money now. They've realized like, Hey man, I've benefited from this place. I got my degree paid for, I, I love it, but I want a little extra something of this or something like that. So, um, but I think there'll always be a gap in the uh, blue bloods and us, not a big one. There's not a big one now, but I think there'll always be just a, a little bit of a difference. And that's something we always try and overcome, but Kansas state's built on hard work. Let's be honest. Everybody here is a hard worker. Everybody here is passionate and cares. And that's what separates us anyways. So uh, just something to look forward to in the future. Yeah. Well, Taylor, before, before I let you go, man, I know you're, you're the king of uh, the purple wardrobe. What is, what's the latest addition to the, uh, the purple <laughs> wardrobe? Well, if you saw under my desk, you'd be like, Oh my gosh, you got a thousand pair of shoes. But I mean, I don't know. I don't, I got a couple here to, you know, hold on. Oh, yeah. I got one that no one else has seen now. And, and coaches can get fired up when I show this one off. <laughs> But I do, so I got a, I got a lady, of course, a K-State grad who paints shoes. So these are my Coach Kleiman custom. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You got, look, you got the Air Max 95s? Okay. So, <laughs> this, Man, uh, this, this Zoom camera's a little weird, so you got to, uh, there we go. Yeah. But you get the, uh, you get the, you get the gist on it. But, uh, <laughs> well, my only question now is when is Coach Kleiman going to come out wearing Taylor Brass shoes? Never. Uh, man, if, if he wore my face on shoes, they'd fall apart. You know? <laughs> or they'd be really like dad shoes, those new balances, you know, or something yes. like that, you know. Yes. We'd be mowing in them so it covers up my face with green. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot, man. I can cut on up with you all day, Taylor. Really appreciate you taking some time to, uh, to join us here yeah, on the man. podcast. Thank you for everything you do at, uh, for K-State, man, and thank you for taking the time with us here. Hey, man, thank you guys, man. I really appreciate you guys. It's always good to be on. Always good to talk about the Cats. Uh, was at a really cool event on Friday in Wichita for the Alumni Center trying to get more scholarship money for kids from Wichita. But yeah. it was cool driving by and seeing the billboard that says uh, voted best college in the state. And, there you, uh, go. you know, at the end of the day, that's what it's, that's what matters. And so I appreciate you guys and all you all do. And uh, if you need anything, shoot me a text. You want my number? Should I say it on the zoom? No, <laughs> let's go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you got enough going on on your phone already. Today. No doubt. No doubt. We'll go cats. Let me see how many text messages I got. Shoot. Only 18. We're doing all right. Only okay. <laughs> all right. Seven, well, seven, get back snaps, to it. seven snaps. They take priority because of the recruits. <laughs> well, thank you to uh, 360 Vodka and Holiday Distillery for helping us out, as always, for Aaron Lockett, for the bringer of cats, Taylor Brad. I am John Kurtz. Thanks for listening and watching another episode of Lock It Up with Kurtz. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.